Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Reichert, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning from one southwest Florida, where it's been cool for the past several days, but seems to be on the rebound, and I think we're going to get some warmer weather here. Pretty soon, it was 71 when we got up this morning, so maybe, maybe, and I wouldn't feel sorry for us either. Uh, It's... uh, going to get just a tad bit better. I know we've got some zero weather back in Indiana. Otherwise, things are going okay. Trying to feel better each and every day. Get get everything back up to good health. And nothing like being outside and a little bit of sun won't take care of, I think. Um, Just get some some good stuff today after I get out of the coffee club I've got to go over to a meeting we're having their uh, meeting with the uh, I don't know a representative here in the district they want to we live on a golf course and they want to tear down the golf course and put new homes there but in order to do that a lot of work has to be done and it may not be logistically possible so we're going to see what happens in that battle and then come back and take Jenny to the hearing doctor and then I think tomorrow I go to the doctor so we can keep busy it's not like a vacation and so other than that we're just getting caught up And like I said, trying to get stronger and better each and every day. Let's turn it over to Jenny. Good morning, everyone. It's, well, as Bill said, it's nice here, sunny. Um, Things, we're getting things settled back in. It always takes me a few days to to settle from one place to another, but we're, we're rolling along. Rolling along. Anything else going on? What are you doing? I've just been doing utility bills and that kind of thing. I've been reading a really good book, but aren't you taking a Braille course too? Oh, I am doing that. Yes, too. I'm taking the the certification course for unified Braille. Not like I haven't written Braille all my life, but it's different, and I've had 
to unlearn a lot of things that I learned a lot over the years. So you're doing that so that when she applies for jobs that she has a certification and that's really what they want. I don't know that makes you any better, but that's what they want her to have as a certification. So that's what she's doing. And I think soon enough I'll start back working on a few computers and doing those types of things. I think we've got Michael Loft. Oh, yes. Good morning, everyone. Well, what have we been up to? Uh, I spent a lot of yesterday. Because uh, I collect accessible software, believe it or not, because I need a life. And uh, I have a lot of it linked to at lawfare.com. But uh, so I went through yesterday finding new accessible text editors and replacements for Microsoft Office and all kinds of cool stuff. and figured out something you'll be interested in, Bill, how to back up your Thunderbird, make a portable version of it that has all your email in it and everything so you can take it from machine to machine and just geeky stuff like that uh, other than that, getting ready for the uh, Washington Legislative Seminar, February 7th through 10th with the NFB, uh, managing the Zoom room for that and we'll be meeting with at least five of the, uh, well, both senators and th- at least three members of the U.S. House or someone in their office at least uh, so that was neat. Last year we did meet with Senator Mike Braun. Everyone else, I think, were <clears throat> people in the office to assist and take the information back to the congressman. But it's kind of fun. It's it's kind of neat to do it. It's you know very empowering. It's amazing sometimes what one person can accomplish. And uh, also there is a I'm to share this with you, Bill. We we'll talk about it some week, but. A uh, lady by the name of Micah Ball posted something about money-saving ideas when going to conventions. So whether you're going to ACB in Omaha or NFB in New Orleans or, uh, you know, even a state convention. These are just things you can do to save a lot of money, especially in your food, because food can cost you a lot going to these conventions. So that's oh, they can. And she has a couple children, doesn't she? So she's yeah. trying to but save. But talk about, like, how to... You know, you when you get there, you run to the grocery store because you do have a fridge and a microwave or the port, you know, the non-perishable things that you can pack along in your suitcase. Or, you know, if you do want to use DoorDash there, at least maybe for that month, if no other time of the year, go ahead and pay for the Dash Pass so you get the discounts and you can have that food brought to your hotel or just different things you could do. Because someone had made the comment about allocating $1,000 for food for that week, which... I assume you could spend that much if you really wanted to, but there's certainly you could get by with a hundred if you plan. Well, you know out. where it gets expensive, Mike, is if you go to the hotel dining room and have food at the dining room for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If they, if they have breakfast, because sometimes they have these breakfast. Well, sometimes days. that's all people can find or get to. They have trouble. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, with COVID, the, the hotels have raised their rates on food dramatically. I'm told, so it's even more expensive now. So. Well, yeah, and I think. I think, um, now I don't know if the NFB is going to do it. I know ACB is. But some of these hybrid conventions where some people can stay at home if they want to and don't want to go to the convention or can't afford it or maybe there's uh, NFB is not like... I think ACB is going to do more hybrid where they're going to have almost as many things as possible where you can attend without whereas the NFB will 
I think revert to the way they've done it in the past where some of the main sessions will be streamed, but it won't be Zoom. It'll just be a stream on their shoutcast. That, that's my understanding. Of course, you know, we're still early enough yet that, uh, you know, things could change, but uh, hopefully Omicron uh, dissipating and no new variants coming up. Hopefully the conventions will be on and good to go and people can get back in person, which I know many... Now, are they going to meet in person in Washington? No, no, no. It's all virtual. All um, virtual. Well, maybe some, I mean, Tim may know, there may still be some states that are going, but pretty much, to my knowledge, uh, at least Indiana, we've elected, and now Texas, many states have elected just to do it virtually this year, because most of the representatives and senators didn't want to meet in person either. They're keeping their meetings at a minimum uh, to prevent any potential, you know, risk of COVID. So. Well, I'll tell you, I... Even though, even though I tested negative, Mike, and I will tell you, I really, I have never lost my sense of smell for a week. And I really believe I had a very mild case of COVID, even though the tests tell me I didn't, and my doctor says I didn't. I didn't have a fever, but I, I definitely never have, never felt this way like last week. So I can tell you, I believe well, that. Well, that's a, that's a good question. I don't want to delay the making the rounds, but I might ask Chris this, because she talked about, and I went and registered. I mean, you have COVID tests. Dot gov, but it's actually USPS. You actually go to the U.S. Postal website. I did too. But uh, they're not the PCR, but they're the rapid antigen. So uh, right, you you can do it through the COVID website, though. That's how I did it. But it does. You get your confirmation from USPS. Well, the link. Once you click on that link, you're actually on the USPS website. But anyway, can you explain? Do you, do you understand uh, what the actual rapid antigen tests are? How you would. I don't know what these are going to be because I haven't seen them yet, but there are different kinds. So I'm not sure which we're getting. I, know you have to buy, I, I was told you had to put saliva on a strip, and then you have to put that in a, in a tube, and you got to put this uh, chemical in the that, tube. Six that drops is the way some of them work. Um, I don't know if they all... I'm not sure that they all work the same way, but that is the way some of them work, yes. Yeah. Well, my friend Don in New York told me that there's a test that you can buy on Amazon for an antigen test that interfaces with your iPhone, but I don't know how that works. Oh, that, hopefully some of those things can get worked out. I don't know. Um, it seems like th- some of those might be a lot more trouble than one person would want to get into at home. I don't know. I'm not saying you couldn't do it because I think some people can. But well, the RNIB, there's work being done in the uh, in England, in UK, to make them accessible. So that was both uh, presidents of NFB and ACB have written the Biden administration. So we'll see if anything comes of that. To me, it's a bigger issue of you know, just at-home testing, period. Even if you don't want one for COVID, could this be the beginning of something new where people can test for other, uh, you know, other problems from the comfort of their home without having to go into the office? Well, here's part of the problem with the COVID. Say you do or you think you've got the COVID. It's not like you can just pull down a ride and say, I'll ride right over here to the emergency clinic or wherever to get tested. I don't know. 
Um, yeah, you'd almost have to keep it concealed, wouldn't you? So it's uh, well, it's a privacy issue. What if I? What if I, I had? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. With, I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead. With, uh, with Blair Senior Services, I know that they will take you. They just want to know first, so they can take appropriate precautions, like not having anybody else on the van, maybe sitting you in the back or whatever. Well, the other thing is, what if, what if I do test positive for COVID and my friend helps do a test and spreads it all over Facebook or puts it all over the place? I think that there's a, there are a lot of privacy issues that are, that are, that are here. So, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it back to you, Bill, because I know that we've got the rest of the panel. Well, we'll, we'll get to the rest of them. Mike, do you have anything else? And we'll move back to you. No, because. I will hush for now, and we can speak with everyone here. So. All right. Uh, might as well go to Jeff. You're not going to keep him down or quiet for long. But you know, I, I talk too much as it is. I'm just going to say it's cold here in Albany. About about ten degrees right now. I'm doing okay, and everything is good. I feel much better. Had a great lunch with my oldest daughter Meredith, and that's all I can say. Everything is good. We're doing fine. And what was her lunch, Jeff? Oh, Mike, nice and healthy, Mike. Because I know uh, what she had: chicken tenders, chicken tenders, mozzarella sticks, and French fries. That was her lunch. Well, they, maybe that's a breakfast for champions. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. You maybe so. Right. So otherwise, you're okay. Otherwise, I'm doing just fine. All right. Let's go to the Keystone State. Dave and Chris. Well, we did get our refrigerator yesterday, so we were happy about that. They came and they used two snowblowers early Tuesday morning. We didn't say anything about it, but they just showed up about 2.30, 3 o'clock with snowblowers and shovels. Fortunately, we're not too close to anybody, but anyway, the driveway was clean, so we got the refrigerator, and Sunshine, when she came out, she hung around it for a little bit, so she must have noticed something was different. I don't know what, but that's about all that's up here. It's just cold. That's it. You know, sometimes can you play for us? I don't know if you've got any handy, but a sunshine report. I get more requests for a sunshine report. Well, we don't have any record. Well, Dave records his show on Monday and we do one on there, but it's live. Yeah. A sunshine report. So if you want to hear the sunshine report, tune in every Monday morning, Eastern. This is Eastern Standard Time between 9 and 11. And yep, when you hear the purring. And a lunch you, report. And a lunch report. Well, when they hear my lunch report, they go, uh, I think we'll just turn it off now. But I have a question once we make the rounds of the panel. I have a question for Michael. Okay. All right. Well, we're almost around. We got Radio Tim. Radio Tim, are you here? He is muted. Tim, are you there? There we go. There you go. Yeah. It just uh, wouldn't let me unmute for some reason. Anyway, uh, Things are okay here, and the reason I say that is you're talking 10 above. Huh. How about minus 13? And when I got up, it was minus 17. Oh. So, uh, um, and uh, 
It's supposed to get warm today, actually. They're seeing up to 24 late this afternoon. So. Well, I guess we shouldn't have complained about 45, Bill. Hey, that's swimming weather. Yeah. 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 You know what they say, yeah. Tim, the, the days they are getting longer. Yeah, that, that that's a good thing. Everything else going otherwise all right, Tim? Besides being cold? Uh, yeah, yep. And uh, I might as well let you know I will not be here next Wednesday for my show or the coffee club. Oh. I have some, well, actually, it's our state NFB legislative um, session where we talk talk to legislators and uh, and I probably won't be here the Wednesday after because of the national the NFB get together for Congress and um, those are um, on Zoom. And, uh, yeah, Mike, you were right. They are, as far as I know, all the NFB stuff is going to be done virtually. So Now, is that open to certain people? How do you, could you attend it, or do you have to be an NFB member? Well, you probably would have to be an NFB member because we set up appointments and want try to at least for legislators and Congress try to get appointments with people from their district although other people are can come too but but we definitely want people representing um, the districts that the congressman is or congressperson I should say is from if you know what I mean now do folks qualify like us that paid dues for the year when we signed up back in June or July to attend the virtual convention and I think we had to pay dues for the year I think we did I don't know maybe we I'm not sure um, like we do the dues through our state and I don't know if all states do it that way or not I think they do so like if you pay dues for Indiana you're a member of the NFB nationally also I don't know just or a question or wherever that's <laughs> the way Arkansas always did it I know I'm an ACB and if I, play, if I pay dues for ACB locally here which is the capital district chapter I'm a member of the New York State part of it and also a member of National as well. So, Yeah, that's the way we do it. Good enough. All right, Chris, let's, uh, before we get to everybody on the outside, we'll, we'll let you ask your question to Michael. I just want to know, and he might be the one most likely to know, if the Cardio Mobile app is accessible at all. I don't know. I never used it. Well, me either. I'm curious. Is it a... What is it supposed you buy, to... You buy Cardio Mobile through the Card, Cardio Mobile website or Amazon, and there's an app, and it's supposed to tell you stuff about your heart health. 
Uh-huh. I know that some of it would be pictures, but I'm just wondering if parts of it are accessible or not. I oh, know. I think we'll have to put that out to a bigger list. Yeah, for <coughs> Excuse you know, me. That, that, that kind of stuff I find best to throw out on like Twitter or Facebook because you got thousands of folks out there, and a lot of times they will, if someone's using it, they'll come back and tell you. I, th- I just thought maybe you had heard no, something or seen that. something. I do know the aura ring, mm-hmm. uh, which can tell you about heart and if you have arrhythmia and stuff, the aura, O-U-R-A, but that ring's like $199, but I do know the iOS app for it's accessible, and it can tell you your sleep and all kinds of, it can even tell ladies when they're going to have their next, your, your menstrual cycle, they, so uh, it's pretty well, that's neat technology, the ring you wear on your finger. It used to be an app for the iPhone I had once called Heart Rate, and it would tell you your heart rate, and you'd put your fingers on the phone, it would give you your heart rate pulse or stuff like that. But uh, we already, Chris, you already have stuff stuff like that. Uh, don't, don't you have the one that measures your blood oxygen, and I think maybe it measures your pulse rate and stuff like that? Yeah, it's not on the phone, but yes, we do. Lots of things. I'm curious about that. It's on sale right now, so I just wondered... A lot, a lot of things out there. All right, let's go to... we got some hand raised, and but I'll let you... What uh, do you want to do, Bill? Do we have several hands raised? Joe have, and Gail. Just Joe and Gail. Okay. So go whichever one you want to go with. And All Joe right. was first. Joe was first, yes. Go ahead, Joe. Unmute yourself, please. Oh, hi. Good morning. Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico... It's 29 degrees. The strange thing about the forecast uh, and the smart devices, smart devices, I guess, are smart. Anyway, it says snow flurries, and it also says sunshine, in honor of sunshine, the cat. Anyway, 43 degrees on the 24, and whoever, maybe some people don't want to ever know, and some people do, but uh, tomorrow is the birthday of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. And tomorrow night on Poetry Fixed and Free, I'm going to live it up big time. Hey, at least you'll have a good time. Oh, yeah. Sunshine will take that. Oh, 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 great. Hey, good morning, everybody. Um, I just wanted to elaborate. You know, we were talking about the testing as far as uh, people. It doesn't always affect the, you know, blind and visually impaired. I have a friend of mine that went to go get a test uh, Monday, and she doesn't, you know, she's got cerebral palsy, so this is all. And so, but, but yet the sunband will take you, you know, as long as you, you know, just let them know that you're just going for a COVID test because of, you know, whatever. But um, unfortunately, it came back negative, which is. I've got the results yesterday, but um, they will take you if you need to go get a test. So that actually is not too bad. And and with the bins that we have here, they you can do distancing like to to a point, but as long as you wear your mask, which is required, it should not be a problem. Sounds good, Ellen. That sounds let's, hope, good. let's hope everyone stays healthy. That's all I. That's I all I say. That. I hear that. I, I can't afford it. I, somebody's got to go get, get the groceries and do other 
some of the other errands around here. So. Yeah. But I understand, Ellen. And, and I'm with, I'm gonna, with you in a wheelchair, you don't need to get with COVID either. I mean, that's not that's not that it's not not to no, help no, anyone. No, that's all right, Jeff. Because um, I and I've been able to evade it all this time. So with the and with the measures that I take personally, there's I'm I'm making a running joke that I'm probably too honorary for COVID. <laughs> too honorary around here. Well, and, and before you go, Joe, you said that tomorrow's Amadeus Mozart's birthday. If you guys haven't seen the movie, and it came out a number of years ago, but it was a pretty cool movie. Yes. It's, it's, it's called I, Amadeus. I, I like the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was I, very I, good. I, I have seen it twice. Oh, yes. Now, I don't know if it's audio described for you guys who yes. see it. I, I happen to see it in the theater. so It, it, is, it, it is also audio described, yes. He's got this infectious laugh in that movie, and I just love that film. Um, oh, it, I know, I know. It really is a sad film in many ways, uh, uh, because he, he, he didn't have the happiest life. Yeah. And, Joe, do you think we should do a uh, top 20 Mozart's hits tomorrow night? I'm... You know, that would be that would be cool. I got, I got these melodies mm. running through my head, though, mm. and I know which ones are. <laughs> That would be something new for the legend, would it? Yeah. yeah, Bill would probably, well, I probably wouldn't be here for my Friday show. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, we've had, we've had worse done, Tim. We've had worse done. But, Tim, if you didn't play Mozart, you could play the music of uh, or the record recordings of Peter Strickland. You got it. <laughs> you might get a big fat reprimand. <laughs> Let's see. What would number one be on my favorites? What's well, probably the Turkish March? Anyway. Oh yeah, and there's I I a kind of music which translated in English is uh, a little night music. And, uh, uh, Tim, we'll move you to the Legend HD three four channel. No, what you do is you move him, you put his show on from midnight to six, Bill, uh, where the uh, classical music used to air on WNCM with Bill Watson. And, uh, yeah, he... yeah, and he'll end up voice tracking it. <laughs> That's good, Ellen. I like that. That's good, Ellen. <laughs> I think the new guy that does the show on Thursday, I think that show is voice track. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure. Sure, sounds like it. But yeah. he does a good job with it. Uh, Jeff said he was 91 or 90 years well, old. Well, it said, is, he said, is, is his name Robin Seymour? Is that what it said? I, I can't remember if that's his name, but one one source says he's passed away, and when you ask Google how old he is, but then he was talking last week when he signed off that it was the legend, so it must be a different Robin Seymour, because I don't, I don't but because as he ended the show yeah, last I, Thursday, go ahead, go ahead, Tim. I was going to say, yeah, it must be, because, well, yeah, I don't know. Because I know Robin Seymour's voice, and it doesn't sound like the original Robin Seymour from Dungeon. I don't even know what time he comes on. I think, think two. Two to five. Uh, or three. Yeah, yeah, it'd be right, two to five. I, I think that's right. It might only be three to five. Is it a... So... We'll check it out, so... All right, Jeff, who's next on the Wheel next of on Fortune? The agenda is Gail. If, if she's got to pay me the 40 bucks to get online. Go ahead, Gail. Unmute yourself. 
Oh. I would if I could, but I can't, so I won't. <laughs> That's fine, Gail. I'm just giving you a hard time. I, I know, so I, I gave it to you right back. <laughs> uh, everything is going well here, except we still have, maybe I told you this before, maybe I didn't, but our community room, and uh, there's a little lounge in the front of the, the building. They both are barricaded. You can't go in there. That's been for a long time now. Our manager, get this one. She's wearing a mask, and she's hibernating in her office with the door closed. And she says, the only way we can do things is by appointment. And, you know, how did that memo go? Much as I enjoy, you know, much as I, I enjoy your visits, I, we can't do that anymore because of the, because of COVID. And she's got the door closed, and she's, got, it's, and she's wearing a mask. I was told this by by my PCA by Wendy because she noticed some things, and I'm going, oh, <laughs> it's almost, it's it's a serious thing, yeah, but it's almost comical in a way kind of funny in a way in a weird sort of way other than that everything else is going well with me as I told you before when I went to my doctor for my uh, platelet uh, thing he told me they're normal they're they're the way they should be so I don't have to go back until like March and I'm feeling great it's it's nice to not to have to run to the doctor it is really all the time, but it can feel that way. But it, like I said, everything else is fine. And I'm and uh, Ellen, I am finally mastering it with the walker out the door, in and out the door. It's cooperating with me. Do you think there will be a day when you don't have to use the walker? I'm hoping so, because I would really like to get back to using my long white cane again. But uh, what he was saying was for for my balance mostly, and if something should happen where uh, I should have a fall or something like that, and I don't use the walker in here except I did a little bit last night because I felt a little bit lightheaded, but otherwise um, I don't use the walker in here in the apartment. Yeah, so that can be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're trying to put dishes in the sink or cleaning off the table or something like that. You know, I do those little things. and uh, it's, That's good for me for exercise. You it's know, a good thing you don't have sunshine around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she loves to get into mischief from what I guess. Yes, she does. And she but anyway, that's, anyway, that's the way it's going for me, and I will be so glad for the great day when spring comes and my clear sidewalks and my traffic sounds and all that good stuff come back. Soon we, enough. We get it, Gail. We get it. <laughs> Thank you so much, and I do appreciate all of you for your support through everything. You know, and I, I do appreciate everything. Thank you so much. All right, Gail. All right. No more hands raised, Rob. But you know, it's funny, guys, and some people think. I mean, some areas have different rules. Uh, here in our apartment complex, we have a, a community room at each building and a large community room at the rental office, and neither of those are closed. Um, there are no restrictions in our building anymore like there were before. 
There's a hand sanitizer on the first floor between the two elevators. On the lobby, I should say, between the two elevators, the first floor, I should say. But there's no other, there's, there are no other restrictions here where my daughter lives. And she lives in, uh, I forgot what kind of housing it is, Section 8 housing with the senior citizens in that complex. And they have their dining room where their restaurants open in the building. The gross, they have a small little convenience store in the building. That's open. There are no restrictions in that building either. So I think it depends on the infection rate in the state that you live in or or each each area seems to be different for this whole thing. That's all I can say. Well, yeah, they do and maybe your your community doesn't have as many seniors um, as some as some do. I don't know. Um, well, mine is not or, in the Maybe that lady's been around somebody who has it, and she's afraid she might spread it. Who knows? That's I mean, possible. You can't know for sure. And well, then, then you got people who don't care if they spread it. So you have them on both sides, unfortunately. Um, but it it's good. But I, I hate to see everything locked up at Gales, unless. The COVID rate is much higher in Minnesota. I don't know. In the, you know, in her area. What, what it the, was that, but I think it's going down. And I think most of them are going down right now. Um, well, eventually then. People like Aaron Rodgers. Well. <laughs> uh, eventually then, they'll. They'll probably ease that up. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that we can get to this herd immunity where we don't have to worry about this, but that's not going to be happening very quickly. But we'll know, you never know. We'll, you never know. So, Well, they've said before it's going to end, so let's see if it really does this time. Let's hope. Mike, let's I was going to ask you a question. You were talking earlier about your website and about accessible So, Is there any new accessible software that... I, I know I'm putting it on the spot, but is there any new software that you're going to recommend that you've been playing with? Well, like I said, I found a lot of text editors. I was looking for some other things like RSS and some, some things that you and I talked about looking for. And they didn't pan out as well, but one was called LibreOffice, which some have said was accessible, and I always played with it before and never found it, but yesterday I used it for some Word documents, and it has something called Calc, which is its version of Excel, so the you know, Office can be pretty expensive, uh, so if you have access to that, to do a resume or just do some professional documents, that that was pretty helpful. But I found a few different text editors, and I'm trying to think now. Um, I was really excited about the email thing because Bill knows I use something very old called Courier, and oh this my is God. allowing me modern <laughs> Thunderbird. I know how to back it up and take it between different computers. I'll have to show you that, Mr. Bill. So I'd can, like to learn that, too, because I have Thunderbird. You, Right. Yeah. So when you go uh, Indy to Florida, you could just have it on a thumb drive or take it with you. So you got all your email and everything. And of course, so, you know, folks who do that in the cloud, if they like Outlook, I'm just not a big Outlook fan. It, it's let me down too many times. And, and so I like this setup. So, yeah, other than that, I, I don't know, Jeff. I just went through all this stuff yesterday. I mean, what about any OCR? Do you have any OCR? Uh, there is that one free one we talked about earlier called Bibos, B-I-B-L-I-O-S, like Biblios, but it's pronounced oh. Bibos. It's a French thing, I think. And uh, it not only does 
has OC, it's a text editor. It does Braille. You can do Braille transcription with it, and it does OCR. So this one is right up Jenny's alley. I'll have to give you that. And and talk about OCR, Phil. Did you read the David uh, Goldfield's Goldfield tech? Uh, there are five different websites that he brought that it, that was in an article where that you can use to, to get OCR translated to, to text. Um, uh, yeah, they'll they'll put it on your that. computer for free. Right. And I saw that this morning. I haven't read it yet, but uh, if you played with any of those yet, Jeff, or any of that, uh, I haven't. I just saw it before the coffee club, so I haven't had a chance to look at any of the websites. And frankly, I don't. I don't get that much OCR stuff. Uh, when, if there's an OCR document like in like in PDF, Jaws recognizes it and just just automatically will uh, ask you if you want Jaws to run its OCR on it, and it does. So. So I haven't had a chance to really play with it. I tried the one and bought some credits and uh, for Mike Calvo's... Um, the DocuScan? Yeah. Or not DocuScan, but... Scribe? Was it Scribe? Scribe, or or, right. And that actually did a good job with PDF documents and Word documents. That actually did a good job, and you had several ways you could do it. So, but it is a paid way, and it's not cheap. I think it's like I don't know, so many dollars. The iPhone was the best way, if that was an option for you. Um, Voice Dream, or which which reader was it to to do the PDF on the iPhone? Jeff likes. What's that one? I like, I like Super Sense, but you know what? <clears throat> I wish I had because uh, my friend Don was telling me about it, and you swear it by it, Phil, and I think Mike, you've sworn by it. I wish there was a version of Lookout for the iPhone because that seems to beat all of these others that I've been hearing about that I've been playing with. It certainly beats uh, seeing AI, and, it, and I, I know it definitely beats Super Sense. Although I will tell you that Super Sense is quite good. Um, I, I wish I had Lookout. I wish it was work for the iPhone. Yeah, look out. It just puts all of them to shame. Um, I can read 10 barcodes. Jenny will tell you. Jenny, how many barcodes can I go through quickly? And oh, man, read. I've seen you put groceries away, and you probably went through 10 or 15 different items. Quickly. Quickly. I couldn't get my Galaxy Reader to to go that fast now I guess you know if that I mean I'm not sure that that's my standard or anything like that but I will tell you it is quick 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 and can read those well it amazes me that it usually finds them because usually you have no idea where they are no you have to I'm sure there's better ways in knowing and what to do to capture, you know, it on the item, but it just seems to work as one of the best. The good, the bad thing, the good thing is it is great. The bad thing is sometimes Google taketh away, but so far they are. They're continuing to develop this program. So Lookout is just an outstanding 
program. What, it, what impressed me though is when Mike. I think you have you have you, you have an Android phone, or you have it, or you played with it, Mike. Yeah, I played with it. Uh, and and you can put it near the TV screen, and it it will. You know, I wasn't even there. I was it's all the way across the room. I was literally in my recliner across the room, and I could just point at the TV, and it would read any any text that was coming up on the screen. And something that's more important than you think, because... Open the cabinet door and just point it through. There's like six shelves of cans and bottles and jars, and it would just tell me almost everything in there. And and how many times have you looked at the TV screen? Well, it'll say, call the number on your screen, because it is a a visual world, and you could put that that up on the screen while the commercial's going on, and it, it, it might be able to read that phone number for you. Yeah, it does an exceptional job. Bill, uh, I've got a question for Mike. Yes, Mr. Dave. Uh, did you know that the V-Sync app is fixed, and they have done one heck of a fantastic job with it? I hadn't played with it lately, but I was going to tell you that, I don't know if this works for Lady A, but Google, if you don't do anything, and you just go in there and tell it to start, whatever you call it, so if you call yours Dave, you can say, start Dave. And it'll, by default, it'll do whatever, 400 degrees at 15 minutes. Uh, so, like, if you want to do bacon or something, it's, it's about the right time for that. But, no, I'll, I'll take a look at that. I'd look the day after you, we had that discussion, and it seems like, it seems to remember the last thing that that it did. Well, so it a, was in the My Recipes that it, that it wasn't reading right. when you tried to create one. And when I sent them an email, they actually sent me one back a couple days later, and they said... Thank you. Um, it will be fixed in the next update, and it was. Can you explain the VSync app briefly for those who may not understand what it is? For who just started, let's go to the coffee club. It is an app that allows you to control your touchscreen Kasori air fryer, and they have other products too. But we use it for the Kasori air fryer, and there's also a blood pressure. And now they have a uh, coffee maker. I just saw that. They That's have all right. kinds of things, yeah. So VSync doesn't make the app, but it but it makes the app app usable with these other devices. Is that is that what I'm what, what I'm understanding? I think VSync makes the app. Oh, no, I'm sorry. VSync supports these devices. That's what I meant. They don't yes. make the they don't uh-huh. make the fryer or the Casori or, or those those things. Yeah, any of the products that they have for they even have stuff for sale. They have a store where yeah. you can see all of their smart products. And they're wow. they're ones that they do have some stuff that isn't supported, but they highlight all of the stuff that is supported by that app. And you can create your own recipe, so you don't have to remember. Hey, I like this done at this temperature for this long, which I really like. It's kind of like the June oven in that yeah. way. Yeah, right. I wish Instant Pot would let you do that. But I'm definitely going to do that, make up some little recipes and stuff. But that that is kind of cool. And it'll start nothing to do with. I was going to say nothing to do with cooking, Mike. But uh, I use Lebray, and I really like it since they've fixed it. I mean, it used to not be good at all. Exactly, it's much better, isn't it? It's like it actually yep. worked. I loaded my Word documents and my spreadsheets, yeah. and they actually read. And uh, I it think was, it's since they went to version. I think it's seven point something. Yeah, it's seven two five now. But does, does yeah. it use all the command structures for Word? Like, for example, if you hit F seven, it'll tell you the misspelled yeah. words and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, very, very similar yep. to Word. Yes. 
Wow. The menus look, and and the menus have the old school menus, you know, file and view and tools and everything. So it's yeah. the, you don't yeah. have that crazy ribbon to mess with. So oh. I'm, like, I'm very impressed with ribbon. That. Oh, that's bad. Bad, bad, bad. Jeff, I see we got a couple hands. Yeah, we have a couple of hands, Jeff. Well, let's start with Charles out in Maryland, and then we'll go to Beth out in Minnesota. Charles, can you unmute yourself, please? Yes, how's everybody? We're doing great. Um, I hope everybody's okay. Um, well, um, yesterday with the our state affiliate of the NFB, um, we had a, um, a virtual... Um, hearing about one of our bills that we were telling our delegates, you know, what we were, what we were going to uh, try to pass in Annapolis. One of, them, one of them was to keep the money in the budget for the centers for non-visual access. <clears throat> Another one is to um, make everything in the public school system from K through um, 12 accessible for blind kids, you know, blind kids with disabilities. And, um, of course, I hear the argument, they're not going to do it for one person. Well, if it's one person, it'd eventually be for two people. Um, you know, and like we have, we're going to, um, we're trying to say, well, if the vendors aren't willing to do it, they could be fined. And, and the school shouldn't buy, um, school systems shouldn't buy their products and the vendors need to understand that it um, it is a visual world I agree a hundred million percent everybody should agree on that but, but it's our world too and with technology we should be able to live the lives we want um, and that kind of thing um, and I'm looking forward to um, the thing in Washington I'm going to try to go on there and uh one of the bills um, we're pushing is the transformation to competitive uh, employment. Um, that's that's it in a nutshell. Uh, the summary of it that has to do with people working and work in uh, sheltered workshops, which are, in my view, um, a wasteland. Um, I understand the original concept of a workshop. It was never designed to pay people the minimum wage or to um, uh, you know give you a, a life skill where you can get out and do better do better for yourself and I think that was that was so wrong at the beginning the way it was designed you know it's just my opinion but I'm one of the ones uh, who was hurt by the situation um, so anyway uh, and Monday I had to go see somebody in hospice that I know, and that is ooh, that is horrible to see that. That really is, because you know where they're in hospice, it's really near the end. Um, also, I got um, a uh, idea for for a show for you, Tim. How about um, one day, one week, doing for two hours, doing the ocean uh, with us. Uh, like the people on the beach and the lifeguard whistle in stereo and maybe another week uh, doing the sounds of the boardwalk um, in stereo. I remember one time, I don't have them anymore, I wish I did, I had tapes I was able to walk on the boardwalk and go and I had the, the uh, Radio Shack recorders, you know the kind with the double microphone 
you know, the SCP series. Um, don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Boy, I wish they still had that. I mean, that gave you the best stereo uh, sound around, and it was it was really good because it, it had. I played like I played skee ball. I did a, several rounds of skee ball on that, and I walked through the um, arcades, and um, I was able to hear the machines, you know, in stereo. Um, everything sounded so good in stereo compared to mono. So that that'd be a good thing for you to do. Well, just kidding, of course. But, you know, it's kind of fun to joke around and stuff like that. So uh, that's basically, that's it. Tomorrow they're going to have something, a hearing I get with some more delegates about our state stuff. And if, I, if I'm not busy, I'm going to try to get on that, too. So um, there you go. Well, Charles, maybe uh, what goes on under the boardwalk might be more interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It would be. It would be. It would be. Yeah, remember that song? Uh, yeah, they, they probably, there's probably a lot of stuff that goes on under there that uh, nobody knows about. That's why it's under the boardwalk. Right. There you go. There you go. There you go. I like I that. That's cute. I don't think much is going on under the boardwalk today. On a blanket with my baby down by the sea. I don't know which, uh, what, uh, well, for some reason when I think of Boardwalk, I always think of like Atlantic City or (laughs) something like that. Tony Island, Rockaway Rockaway Beach, uh, but you've got plenty of Boardwalks in uh, in Maryland, as as Charles can tell you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ocean City. Yeah, I, I, I loved, I used to go down there in the winter and I used to take my scanner on the Boardwalk and, um, I used to hear the police. Now it's uh, much harder to do because it's not accessible and it's hard to, you know, and it's kind of unfortunate, too. Yeah, Bill, you need to find us some beach sounds for the background, like waves, the surf, or something. Maybe we do. Maybe we do. We'll They're find. They're all available. To, if, if look on the, the internet and you can find anything your little heart desires. No, I want real ones. It's a good idea for a legend show. I think WABX still does it here at noon. They call it the theme park, right? And then they songs with a given theme, you know, do it for about an hour. So we could have first one about sunshine. The sunshine. Sunshine Superman and Good Day Sunshine and all that stuff. Sun, sunshine purring in the background. Sunshine on my shoulders. And the you are the Edwards sunshine of my life. Good yep. Day Sunshine. Yep. And there's Jonathan Edwards telling it to go away. Yeah. Yep. So. Thank you, Charles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. All right, who's next on the list? We've got Beth Moline. I always call her Malin because the synthesizer says it, but it's Beth Moline in uh, Minnesota. Go ahead, Beth. I have jaws for you. <laughs> I love to say Malin. <laughs> but I was thinking of some of this, and I was also thinking of one... One of you mentioned earlier about how on TV it would say, call the number on your screen. There was one day I said, I've had it. I'm going to record this commercial. I recorded it on VHS. And then my dad came over because he wanted to give me a couple of things that he had bought. And I asked him if he could look at that commercial that I had recorded. I was running at that time to get the arrow bed. I wasn't sure where else I could get it. And so... He told me what the number was, <laughs> and then I called them and I said, 
you know, it would be nice if you people could actually give the number out it, it, because there, there's a lot of us who don't see that. I'm myself being totally blind. And the gal that I talked to, the operator that I talked to, said that's a good idea. And they, after that, they did. <laughs> but you know why they don't now, Beth? No. Because now they use different phone numbers for marketing campaigns. So, if, say, if you see an infomercial in USA or you saw it on TBS or different channels, they have different yeah. phone numbers so they can gauge <laughs> which one is most successful. Not That's only that, correct. Mike, they, they may actually be able to display a number with the same commercial in a different area. Each area gets a different number that's displayed to it. That could, they pro- We have technology that can do that as well now, Mike. That is true. Yeah. That's uh, seeing thing. AI will will read those a lot of times. I don't have a good working iPhone quite yet, though. It's otherwise, I I wish that there were work with the landline phone too because I like I like using my landline phone. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think a landline. You have to have a camera. Landline phone with a camera, you'd be set. I know. <laughs> well, what was that, Bill? Oh, I thought uh, Bill, you, you no. were going to say something. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I wasn't. Oh. All right, thank you, Beth. Thank you very much. I think we may have Fran. We do. We have Fran, who's been reading the book, my book on marriage. Go ahead, Fran. Unmute yourself, please. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of times when I hear, especially on Antenna TV, <laughs> um, they will do a lot of those Medicare Advantage program commercials. Yep. And they will say, at first, they'll say, call the number on your screen. And then they do give a number out, but it's every time it's a different number. Well, that's because so, it's a different marketing campaign, and they want to know when you were listening, and that's why they do it that way, Fran. Oh, uh, yeah, that, I found that kind of interesting. Every, everyone's a different number, but they do um, actually give out the numbers. In fact, there's very... I, I haven't seen too many things where they don't give out the number right at the end sometimes they get it give it out a little bit fast and they only give it out once but i think most of the time uh you know even though they say call the number on your screen eventually they will give you the number but that would be so wonderful just to be able to read the number on my screen that would be great but of course anyway, uh, the things you get from those numbers you call on the tv uh, the probability that it's going to work or what it's advertised sometimes is is a little tricky, I think. Um, well, the prices are dramatically increased. So yeah. well, the Medicare dollars stuff. ends up being 40 or 50. Or, you know. and, and Fran, I don't know if you get mail, but uh, snail mail, but I can't believe the waste of paper that I've received from Medicare from companies trying to get me to change to a their Medicare Advantage. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I get I got that. everything. I got everything from Amana to uh, uh, every company in the world that was telling me that to go to their a Medicare Advantage plan, which I already have United Healthcare through my through my former employer, which was New York State. So, but yeah, you're right, friend. Stuff. And I, I, yeah. I can, I can make a bonfire with all the stuff I got. I know, I know. I had a bunch of that stuff too between Gary and I. Yeah, we could. <laughs> we'll get a lot of that. Oh, we but. get a lot of that. <laughs> and then, of course, I want things in Braille, so I'm not complaining about it. But when you get, uh, you know, they will send you. Well, I don't know. 
this one well the, the one I had the insurance I had before would send me stuff in braille and it's like volumes and volumes and volumes of stuff <laughs> but it is good to their, have the braille so you can look at it but. if you look at their book that they put out every year at least my insurance company it's like a a thin phone book I know, yeah. Providers and all that stuff. I get the Medicare handbook from the federal government government every year, and I don't. I toss it basically because I don't don't really. It's all online anyway. So, actually, Hi Mark will read it to you if you ask. If you really want to hear it all, they will actually sit and read it. Who will? Hi Mark. Okay. What is that? And don't they also provide it in Braille? Subsidiary. What was that, Bill? And don't they provide it in Braille? You can if you they, <clears throat> they provide some things in Braille. They do not provide the book in Braille. They will provide your monthly statement in Braille. Yeah, mine will be But that. not the book. Because I know working at Social Security, we used to get it all the time. The Medicare well, handbook. the last time we asked, which was a couple years ago, they weren't doing the whole book, but they, they said, we will read it to you if you want. But all I got to say... I'll put it online, too. Mine's, uh, I think, you know... Yeah. Like the last statement I got was um, in the form of an email. So, yeah. And if you can read that whole Medicare handbook... God bless you. <laughs> I couldn't even stay Not awake. Me. Those I couldn't no. even stay awake for that. I decided to tell you it the truth. It might be a good though. thing to read if you are really having trouble sleeping. But you know. yeah, there you go. Here's my here's my opinion. If medic if I go to the drugstore and Medicare and I have uh part I have Medicare I have the insurance plan for my prescriptions and all of a sudden they say it's not covered and your blood pressure medication is two hundred and fifty bucks or whatever, then I'll be worried about it. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I put Vanda Pharmaceuticals out of business. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point there, Tim. You do. You definitely have a point there. Speaking of consumer, <laughs> did did anybody ever use Vanda Pharmacy? I know I did for about a year, and Michael remembers the results of that. Um. Did anybody else use Vanda Pharmacy? Silence is golden. Nope. I guess they didn't. It's supposed to help you sleep. And yeah. they were these expensive drugs you get from the specialty drug stores. Walgreens had it. And it was awful. It just did not work at all. You had, yeah, a horrible, you had a horrible side effects to it, Phil. I, re- I remember that. Yeah. Well, people either had nightmares or they developed narcolepsy, which is, I guess, what you call what Bill had. He'd ask me a question and then fall asleep when I was answering it. So I said, yeah, that stuff's got to go. You know how much they charge for that? $720 per pill, per night. Hey. Someone's getting rich awful quickly. Well, and you had to take it at about the same time every night, too. Right, you had to take it same time every night. Yep, yep. And, and it's fr- now maybe it worked for some people, but if it did, I'm sure not hearing about it. You know, that's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing too, Bill. Like you said, mm-hmm. it didn't work for you, and yet other people who are visually impaired had the same problem, and it it works for them. 
So I don't think that that's, that's a solution that's a one-size-fits-all. Right, but I, I've not heard anybody that it works for, Jeff. Well, I haven't either, but, uh, but I've heard people tell me that it works. I don't know. My friend Don said he uses it, and it works for him. But I don't know. If, if I don't have the problem. I don't think I do. I mean, I go to bed at 10.30, 11 o'clock. I'm up at 3.30 or 4 in the morning. But that's, I've been that way for the past 60 years or more, you know, so that's normal for me. You know, that's the way you've always done it. Uh, you know, you've, you've just done that. When you were married to the great one, did you get up at 4 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kill you, Bill. <laughs> the, great one. The, great, the great one. Uh, she had no problem with it. My parents are like that. They would go to bed early. They would go to bed at the same time all the time. They always slept with the radio on like I do. And they would get up early as well. We, we all, everyone in my family had would like that. Now, some people can sleep till eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one o'clock in the day. They have no problem. I couldn't do that. I, I go nuts if I if I if I, I my back hurts, my whole body hurts mm-hmm. if I don't get up at a certain time. I mean, Chris and Dave seem to get up. Consistently early. Dave usually gets up. Well, you were up well, early about four. About four. As a matter of fact, Chris and Dave get up early in the morning, and they run, and they run to Albany, New York, and they make me breakfast every morning. Right, right. guys? Oh. Sure. <laughs> hey, Bill, there is a message from George Mason, Robin Seymour, wanting to know if he can <clears throat> clear anything up. He said he caught the tail end of the discussion. So. There's also a message asking us to give the Zoom information more. Okay. We can do that if you want to call Zoom and you want to participate. I've sent out a link via email if you're on the list. Otherwise, call 646-876-9923. I'm going to repeat that number again. 646-876-9923. Then you put in a code, and that code number is 287-723-4600. Number again is um, 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice. Now, I'll repeat that again in just a little bit. And if you want to, if you're not getting the emails, contact me if you can. We'll send you an email. We'll do whatever we can to make sure you get that number. Right. Just remember the Zoom phone number. The phone numbers never change. The phone number is always the same. Always the same. And Zoom does have a lot of well numbers in. Right. There's several other numbers you can use. Right. Yeah. I need to update that on the website, Mister Bill. I just thought of that. Yeah. We didn't do that. Yeah. There. There is a. Oh, I know there is a number for the Twin Cities area. So if you're from here and have right. don't have unlimited long distance, you could call in. Right. Without a toll. So, and 
We can Christmas. also probably post on the website all of the different Zoom numbers across the country, but we've been using Zoom more and more and more. Where'd you find that message at, Chris? From this, yeah, the other message I didn't see the chat come up on my screen, so it's a legend form message that came to the request box. Oh, okay. Can you repeat that message one more time again with what they wanted, Chris, on that legend form? Um, it was George Mason signed Robin Seymour, and he just said he caught the tail end of the discussion about his show, and he wanted to know if he could clear anything up. Oh, okay. George Mason is his name. And he uses the, the the moniker Robin Seymour, and he's on Thursdays from two in the afternoon till five p.m. on the East Coast, two to five. Is it a three-hour show? I believe it is, but now if I'm wrong, let me know, guys, please. Uh, maybe we can get him to come on one week, or we can call him. Jeff, why don't you? Uh, we'll send you. A, and maybe we'll track that down and give him a call. Sure, and if and if he's listening, because he obviously is listening, you're welcome to call into the coffee club uh, uh, anytime you want with the Zoom that we've provided, because we certainly would would love to hear from you. We had a one thing phone number. The trouble is, it wasn't being utilized utilized properly. I'm sure we've got some hands here. We, we do. We're okay. All right. So do you want me to... Let's yeah. do the hands that we haven't heard from first. So, Pierre, you're up, and then Pam will be after Pierre. Go ahead, Pierre. Good morning. Uh, y'all were talking about that, uh, that drug from uh, that Hadley Oaks. Uh, that stuff is $10,000 a month. Oh. I, yeah. I, uh, I've got a friend. I used to have a friend that t- takes it, and she said they charge her insurance company $10,000 a month for it. Man. I've got a question. Uh, <laughs> I, bought, I bought an Echo Studio. And uh, in order to get it set up, I have to go to the Lady A app and then go in to devices. But when I when I try to go into devices, there's a screen that says Favorites 11, and there's no possible way to get past that screen. It just uh, it's got a got it button. My my daughter has turned off voiceover. And hit got it, and it does nothing. It that screen there, and it will not go away. Um, this has been a problem that's been percolating on the list for people who are visually impaired. Of, uh, at least it was on the bits list, the blind information technology list. I was able to, by experimentation, um, I, I was able to, by experimentation, get rid of that screen. It was very difficult to do. What I had to do was I had to turn VoiceOver off and then go to the application and tap around to try to find the the uh, the the exit button to get out of that screen. It's well, my over, daughter it is, found it. My daughter found it, but no matter how how much she tapped on it, it would not go away. I really don't. 
I don't know any other way. I, I did it by trial and error, and if I had to tell you how I did it, I, 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 I will tell you that is probably that is that is probably one of the most. It is probably the hardest thing to do to get rid of. Yeah. I, I, I don't um, know any other way to help you. Sometimes, if you can't do it, and you guys have a computer, you can log into your account with a computer. Uh, with that Amazon and that makes it much easier too but I I don't know of a perfect way to do it but I think it's probably going to take some sided help I I tend to agree uh, how much help or when did you get this little device I got it uh, last Thursday that's right, and uh, uh, I, I've called Apple, I've called uh, Amazon, I've called, and nobody can figure out how to make it go away. And and uh, as long as that screen's there, I can't get to my devices. Um, I always I always thought that when you bought an Amazon device, like an Echo Dot or an Echo or an Echo Show. Um, because Amazon has a record of your network user ID and password, it's supposed to be set up for you already. Uh, I don't know offhand, I could be wrong. So, I, I, well, there's an option when you buy it to have it configured, but you have to check a box to do that. With the the other thing I would suggest, I've done this before. Can they get another device like the daughter's device and? Can they hook it up through her device? I don't know. That's uh, oh, you mean if she logged in as him on her phone and did it? Yeah. Um, yeah make sure I understand. You're, when your daughter's doing it, you turn off voiceover, right? So she can do it without voice, voiceover right. being in the way. So she can get past it. Right. That, that might might work. I've never seen this. Have you also contacted the oh God knows they they could be worse than your cat, Pierre, but <laughs> have you called the Amazon helpline, disability helpline? I sure have. Uh, that I could be worse. That could be worse than your cat. It, uh, Yo, tell me about it. Man, you get those foreigners, and they have no idea what you're even talking about. In fact, one asked me the other day, what's that thing you got that's talking? I I knew right then and there. I just well hang up on that one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Have you asked your cat yet? Well, the cat has no solution either. Right, but he'd probably have more sense than that guy over in India. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but, Amazon Echo has the worst uh, department I've ever seen. I'm, I'm going to agree with you. Amazon, stop. I happen to say her name. <laughs> but you were able to get the other ones hooked up. Yeah, oh yeah, but uh, uh, you know, there's, there's a few things that I want to do in devices 
but as soon as you hit devices, that screen comes up. And, uh, and like I said, I, I've had my daughter come in and turn voiceover off. There's a got it button there, the lady from Apple said, there's a got it button, a button there, but it doesn't work. They may have fixed the problem. I just went to where it says add a device, and, the, and that favorite screen overlay is gone. It is gone. I'm listening to it right now. Bill, I can show you here. Um, I wish I had a mixer board to do this better, Bill, but if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Add a new device or group. Button. Device echo on the left side. All devices. Button. Punches. Button. Energy dashboard. Button. That didn't used to be showing up when you say add a device. It does show up now, and that favorites overlay is gone at this point, from what I can tell. So maybe your cat did do some good, Pierre. So, and and, and well, like what, what I'm suggesting, what you do, Pierre, is you want to make sure that the app is updated to the latest version. Oh, Let yeah. me go to mall here quickly, just see if if, if it's if it's. But the problem is, everybody's not having this problem. Now I had a friend that had it last week. She had it last week, but. Uh, it finally went away, and then, and then now I've got it. That's so because the Amazon app has been updated, and they, and maybe not everyone's phone gets the update at the same time. Here, okay, I'm gonna go in and see if it's gone. I'll keep us posted. Okay, and I'm hoping it's gone. I'm, I'm hoping it's just not a fluke. So, if anyone else has the Amazon Alexa app, please let me know. So, I'm blaming it on you. You should have. Uh, what is it? Automatic updates for apps. It turned on. on. I can't now yeah. remember, remember what Pierre's working with, and I don't know if the iPod touches get as much love anymore with with getting but some yeah, of these. I've, I've, oh. Do fact, they? I've got the I've got the iPod Touch Seven, and that's the latest one that came out. Well, like I said, I don't know. I could be wrong, so I don't. But they weren't making the iPod touches anymore, so. Oh yeah, they still do. Do they? Yeah. I remember Jenny. She didn't want to get an iPhone the first year, and her first experience was an iPod Touch. Remember that, Jennifer? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I liked the phone I had at the time, and. And I wanted to make sure I was going to be able to use this piece of glass before I weren't, got to the point where I was going to be answering my phone and everything. She told me, she said, there's no way I don't think you're going to be able to, live, to learn this phone because you're not doing well on my type of phone. And I had a keyboard on mine and he had all kinds of trouble when I thought, oh no, he'll never be able to. Figure out how to use this piece of glass. Well, then you, you proved you proved her wrong, Bill. You know because that. I wanted to listen to the radio, so she doesn't know. Well, Douglas may have some information for us. I'm I'm just admitting him right now. But, yeah, because he just got a studio, so. Yeah, hey, Dougie, Dougie. I'm, sorry, I'm just giving you a hard time. Go ahead, you Doug. you got to watch him, Doug. He's, He's going to kill me, Doug. Go unmute yourself, Doug. I'm getting there. Just hang on. you got to right. watch Jim. Um, a suggestion for Pierre. Um, 
since I've already fixed this, I can't duplicate the problem. But on your rotor of your phone, there's something called screen recognition. If it's on, turn it off. If it's off, turn it on. Just try playing with that and see if that got it button can be accessed by changing your screen recognition setting. So it's on your rotor. Okay, I'll try it. Look, when you that go into might... that Amazon Alexa app, can you just see if, if your app is updated? Because I'm not seeing that thing where that favorites overlay anymore. That's gone on my phone. Yeah, it's gone on mine too because I got the I hit the got it button and I finally got it to accept. But initially, I had the same problem, and I either turned screen recognition off or on, and I can't remember which. Man, that's cool. So, so that that's it. That's all I had. I, I I heard the discussion and had to give my one cent worth. Yeah, well, that one cent was well worth it. Thank you. Well, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you don't have to leave us, Doug. Really, you really don't have to leave us. You know. Nah, I'm not going to stay long. I just wanted to wanted to jump in and quick say hello. <laughs> I don't know anybody calls Dougie. I I know he's going to kill me. I wouldn't already, be. I'm already waiting for that for that. I uh, wouldn't be staying too long, Doug. Never mind the text message. I'm not answering your phone calls. I don't blame. Him. I yeah. wouldn't answer my phone call. I wouldn't answer my phone calls either, Doug. <laughs> what you guys just call him Emu? Everybody, Emu and Doug. If everybody was going to kill you, dead. I'd be, I wouldn't be here anymore. Yeah, really. I hate to say it, but that's what my daughter Sammy calls him. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> what, does she call, what does your daughter Sammy call me? No, she calls she, she calls Doug. Doug. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, Maybe, six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on. Maybe we should start calling him Jeffy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you, you, you know that's funny because my when I when Brenna first was learning to talk, she kept calling me Jeffy. <laughs> that is that is. Funny. It is a little different. Jeff it is. is. Different. Thank you, thanks, Doug. <laughs> hey. We have two hands. Two hands raised. He, he couldn't stick around that too long. Karen, can you unmute yourself out there in beautiful Tennessee? Hello. Hi, Karen. Hello. Hi. Uh, George Mason, well, the announcer is George Mason, and he comes on at three-hour time uh, to five, and it's two to four central time. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, I'm George. Hello, everybody. Well, that's are, you the, that. are you the guy that calls himself Robin Seymour? No, not no, no, not really. <clears throat> what that, I call myself a book. Yeah. Okay. Go. Go ahead, George. No, I'm, I'm sorry. A, 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 excuse me. Uh, yeah, I don't know how this works. I'm just on my iPhone. You're uh, good. You sounded fine. Oh, thanks. Yeah. No, I don't use. I, I, I occasionally I'm I'm reading a couple of pages from his little autobiography. He died a couple of years ago. And he was the biggest jockey in uh, in Detroit way, 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 way back when, you know, the 60s and even before that. And uh, just kind of relaying his information, you know, his accounting of his life and how he went to the Army and the war and all that. And in the early days at WKMH out there, and he had to take a bus and a, well, a bus and a trolley car or something. Combination took him like 90 minutes or something to get to work. 
and uh, so that that's all. That's all the Robert Piedmont thing is. What is? Well, okay, uh, what? But we don't want you to leave it for it. We want you to tell us a little bit about your show so people know what what you actually do because I I find it to be very enjoyable. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing a show on uh, MCBVI dot com and, and Legend is kind enough to carry it uh, just for the past uh, oh two or three weeks anyway. But I do the show from I, I'm just doing music from basically the fifties and the sixties uh, for a couple of hours. And it's I'm doing the show out here. By the way, I'm calling from California. I'm, I'm from Detroit, from Michigan and Ohio. Spent forty years of my life out there, but I'm seventy-eight now, and I'm out here. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so I don't catch your show very early, obviously, the time uh, Right. You know, the coffee oh. club. But, but uh, I do the show that, uh, from the house here. I do the show from on my from your time. Uh, I'll say Eastern time, okay? Eastern time out there would be noon to two on MCBVI. But it's turned around right away, and it runs from your time three to five on Thursdays. So that's, that's what that is. That's just, that's just like a disc jockey show at Old Cloud. Yeah. And did you, did you also work in radio at some point in your life as well? I'm just curious. Yes, and by the way, I'm sorry, what's your name? My name is Jeff. Jeff. I'm, I'm the guy that does all things radio with Bill Sparks and the team. And, uh, but I was just, I just admired your show because it was so, it was so different that I hadn't heard a show like that in a while. So that's why I asked. And I am Bill yeah, Sparks, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, have to catch, I'll have to get an email or something connected with you to, or check your site for what shows are on when, so I, I could know myself. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did a lot of radio, but I didn't do DJ stuff as such. Usually I ended up in newsrooms. And uh, and most recently out here, oh, a long time ago, at a courthouse beat, and, you know, carried the phone and the phone in remote, you know, the things that are happening in the courthouse and so forth. And but and then I did some uh, television weather, basically what what I was doing. I finally got out of that, retired, and so forth. But yeah, I go back to. Uh, is anybody here from you know, on the line from Michigan? A lot of the MCs, BBI people are. Um, we have uh, a guy by the name of Bob who calls from the 586 who's on here. And by the way, my name is Bill, and I'm the one that made the decision with Dave. Well, I'm Dave Gordon offered me the show, and I said yes. So that's how the show came to be here on the legend dave was helping me do something and he said would you like this show i think it fits your station and that's how it happened yeah yeah Bill. yeah i was gonna uh, i never got around to it but i was gonna email you and say hello <laughs> yeah that, that's how this all happened and then all yeah. of a sudden i started getting these reports have you heard this new show and what's this great show you've got on the legend and so it's right down our alley. So that's what we yeah, do. Yeah, I listen. I listen quite a bit. I, I listened to uh, just the other day. I was. It's nice to have it on in the house. George. Uh, yeah. This is Chris. You said three o'clock Eastern, right? Yeah, it's noon my time. Yeah, three o'clock Eastern. Just turned around on Legend. I, I acknowledge the Legend listeners on MCBVI is where we do it, like Bill said. But every now and then, I'll, I try to acknowledge, hey, you know, it's good to be on record, but hello and so forth. Maybe once an hour or something like that. 
I will tell you, it, it's, an, it's an excellent show. I can't tell you how how much I enjoy it. And the other thing is, we, Dave and I realize, you know, we don't have a million listeners. So we're not trying to outdo one another or whatever. You're of an oh, age, yeah. I'm of an age. We're just trying to have fun. You know, we, we don't. Yeah, that's right. We don't care about. Oh, you got this many listeners today. I, uh, you know, we're at the point of our lives where we're trying to have some fun and enjoyment, and so are yeah, our that's listeners. What, that's what I try to do. I try to do it as though it's a, you know it's a regular radio show. <laughs> like the old days. Can I plug oh, yeah, all I things know. radio? Can I plug all things radio for you? Because I think you might enjoy that show, and I don't know if Phil will mind if we do this. But uh, but we do a show called All Things Radio. Bill Sparks, myself, Jennifer Sparks, and we have yeah, I've called, re- Oh, go ahead. I'm I've, sorry. I've seen that in writing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead. And it's uh, one of the things that I think you might enjoy is uh, we play classic air checks of radio stations from the past. So, for example. One week I might do a, an air check of CKLW from the old days, or I might do an air check of WKNR. There aren't too many of WKMH out there. Or I might do an air check yeah. of, uh, of uh, well, this week we're going to be going to Canada. We're going to do an air check of Chum AM from 1968. So, I mean, I'm just letting you wow. know that it, that's out there. And uh, we uh, we so, and we and always want comments and people who would like to uh, tell us what we're doing right and also what we're doing wrong. So uh, if, if, you ever, if you're in the area and you like to listen to it it's always available for you to listen to and we have also supposed to show as a podcast as well oh, oh is that right yeah can you uh, can you just email me about that or is there some place i can yes not have to go through that trouble no i can send you an email and uh yeah, that's do a- you have do you have promos for your show that you use that we could adapt for the legend or yeah you know i uh, electronically, I don't see. How would I? I'm, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a Neanderthal when it comes to <laughs> anything tech. I'm not kind of hooked up to your system, I guess. Except for the that turnaround of the show. I'm trying right. to think how I would. Oh, he's, well, he's got the Dropbox folder. That's what he's got. What well, uh, well, I think between Dave and I and somebody over, I think we can get that worked out. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely be glad to promote your show online, and it's uh, I, I really oh, enjoy it when I've listened. Um, my name is Tim. Hi, Tim. And you're oh, filling good. very big, and you're filling very big shows because the guy that did this that particular shift essentially passed away a few years up about a year ago, is it? I think. And you are yeah, doing, and, and, and you're not Steve Nomer, you're George Mason, and you do an excellent job. And. So you mean I'm in that I'm in that time slot of somebody that used to be uh, yeah 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 uh, George yeah. This, yeah. this is Dave we do a show on Mondays and a different Dave a different Dave <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know we would be we would love to be able to promote your show we do a, what's called a legend lineup and it, where oh, we yeah. go through yeah. all the shows and, and so we would we be, will add you so oh, that's great. Yeah, well, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. And, uh, well, yeah, I just, it's just you know, trying to be over. That's you mentioned WKMHK, and I, I worked at Keener. I worked there for a little bit, and that's where. Oh, I may have rubbed shoulders with Robin Seymour in the hallway. It was a small building, 
I worked there in 1965 as a weekend newsman uh, for about uh, January, February, March, April, maybe three or four months, and then I went somewhere else and then ended up in the Army, and that's a longer story we don't need to know now, but... You might have yeah. even known. You might have even known Scott Regan or uh, other people like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Scott Regan. Sure. Yeah. I would do the news, and I'd have to throw it back to you know, you know Scott Regan. <laughs> and all that. And, well, you might have known Gary. Ball, you might have known Gary Stevens as well. Either way. Oh you know, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, they wouldn't remember. Me. Oh yeah, Jerry Goodwin and Gary Stevens and uh, oh Dick Curtin, who's outstanding, and uh, of course he just retired. I'm sad to hear that his wife passed. And Bob well, Green, I, you might have known Bob Green, who also worked at WKNR. Oh, WK yeah, yeah. I know, I'm, yeah, I'm a Bob radio, I'm a, they say I was born, but I was born with a radio in my head, because I guess I'm a radio historian in my head, so I kind of know all this stuff. <laughs> oh, Never, never grew yeah, up in Detroit, grew up in New York City, so. Oh, yeah, well, you know, we sit, sit back in, in, in Michigan at night, you know, and listen to the 50,000 waters at night, and all around the country, you know, and that's always been good, it's, you know, it's been fun listening to it. Uh, was it WABC was able to get a uh, yeah. Boston for sure. Definitely you know, Boston, WBZ, WABC. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dick Summer. He was somewhere. I can't remember. BZ. Yeah. Huh? He was on WBZ. WBC. Yeah. So are you are you, vis- are you are you visually impaired as well, or are you? Uh, no, I'm si- no, I, I'm sighted. No, I'm, okay. I'm sighted. Yeah. Well, we're not going to hold it against you. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've just been dropping in on the coffee club in the morning. Of course, I don't catch it very early because I might get up at about 6 a.m. here and get a coffee going and all that and sit down and turn it on. Of course, that's 9 o'clock your time, or Eastern time anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But well, we're, we're glad you've come aboard because uh, you fit right in with us. So uh, that that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know it's nice to it's nice to have a, another family to join. You know, so <laughs> I'm, I'm like a lot of you. I kind of just stay home. That's it. My my wife is out working now. Uh, it's like what are they? What's the two guys meet on the street? And the guy says, "How are you?" He says, "I'm fine." He said, "My TV is still working." So is my wife. <laughs> George, does your show have an actual name or not? Yeah, you know. If, yeah, I called it. <clears throat> I started with uh, Dave. He finally got me going. I was kind of resistant in the beginning and trying to trying to do do it on Mac instead of PC and so forth. But yeah, back in the days, which was just about a year ago now, I guess it started around March or so. They called it the Ride Along because the original concept was uh, okay, listeners, you know, climb into this stretch limousine, and then we're going to ride around the country and we're going to be listening to this, listening to that. And uh, and I sort of got tired of that. It's still called the ride along, but yeah, it's just people riding along, listening to the show. That's all. I don't reference any vehicles anymore. <laughs> okay. Too much, but yeah, it's the it's the ride along. Yeah, yeah. And I start picking up music early. You know, like even today, I got to start working on it today. You know, and I don't, I don't know. I'm not doing live requests, anything like that. I. <laughs> I, but I do say, hey, if anybody any request, yeah, but for next week's show, okay, you email me and I'll be glad to get a message. Seems to work, you know. But I've got, I've, I've got books and papers spread around, and I'm trying to read little things between records and stuff like that. Call records. 
you know, so I got so, I got so much stuff going. The last thing I would need to say bye. That's kind of, I suppose, not very polite on my part, but for now it kind of works. So when your wife says you are... I'm sorry, what? I was going to say, I, I take it you are actually doing the show live, though it's not uh, not pre-recorded. Yeah, well, it, it kind of is. I'm doing it live here uh, on mtbvi.com. You know, Michigan Council for you. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Michigan Council yeah. for the Blind and Visually Impaired. So mm-hmm. on day, on day network. So I'm doing it live yeah. there from, from noon until 2, again, Eastern. But then it's turned around immediately, so you're hearing it a couple hours later, recorded. Because it's right. on 3 okay. until 5, Eastern. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we, we realized we had a time conflict. Tim is why we didn't put it live, and I think you understand why. Uh, well, well, half of my show. <laughs> right. So that's why we didn't uh, put it at that particular time. So that was... It's just, it's just really, it's, it's good to be on the legend, you know, really. I'm thinking about all the time when I'm, when I'm doing the show live on MCBVI, which is why I drop the legend every now and then. But, you know, the name and so forth, I'm glad to have listeners. And I'll, you know, eventually learn who some of you people are and some of the listeners you have. You know. Well, you, you are going to, yeah, all over the place. And you are going to get listeners, so... And that's the way it should be. Right, right. But I'm I'm really interested in what you were just saying. Uh, the other side. Who are you? Jeff, 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 yeah. I'm kind of talking about it, but I, it's not really. Even though I, everyone calls me all things radio. It's not me. It's a team effort, and Bill really is the boss. Even though, I, and he really is. I mean, I, I without Bill, there would there would be no all things radio. We. We've worked. We've known each other for years, but he's the boss, and um, you know he it's on his station. And he he's. But we we came up with the idea. Or Bill, I, I'm not sure if, we, if you and I did it together, but we came up with the idea. It's going to be 13 years in uh, March. I think March 16th that we've been doing this. Wow, thing. you know, wow, my goodness. Uh, okay, now you guys, you guys, then you have to know Fad Zarenko. Oh we yeah, we, yes, we know that. He worked yeah. there years ago, right? Right. And yep. Uh, okay, now I've known Thad. Thad and I have known each other for like 50 years. We were apartment mates when we were like 20 years old and all of that. Oh, back wow. in Detroit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We go way, way back. He's a very good friend. So that's kind of how I got connected to MTBVI. He's been beating on my head for you know, a couple of years. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. What do you do? see if I do it, you know. So that, that's the connection to it all. So if we have a connection at all, a mutual connection, it would be bad. And I hear, when I listen to the legend, I hear he's still doing the types of promos you have left over. His yeah. On the pr- promoting the yeah. all nights and then I, I drop in and stuff, yeah. Well, if you yeah. ever anyway, are, are around at 3.30 in the afternoon tomorrow, it starts at 3.30, you're welcome to call in and, be, and, and, and uh, join us and say anything you'd like to talk about with radio and stuff so it's the same number that you called to get here is also yeah. used tomorrow as well so if you're around at 3.30 if your wife doesn't have too many things for you to do or whatever I'm going to get myself in trouble again um, uh, that's where we're on From, uh, we're on at 6.30 Eastern 3.30 on the West in the afternoon 
Uh, let's see, that's tomorrow? That's tomorrow. Uh, I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to, it's, oh, so that doesn't conflict. I'm, it, aren't I on the legend of tomorrow Thursday? No, right? he means 3.30, your time. Your time. Your time. 3.30, your time. That would be 6.30 our time. So if you're at home and you're not doing anything and you want to listen, you're more than welcome to turn it on and listen and comment just like you did today. Well, 3.30 my time would be when my show is airing. Uh, Am I correct? Do I have the wrong day here? No, no. Your show airs on the legend from our time from from 3 until 5. That's Eastern. Right. That's Eastern time. That would. Oh, I that, see. So at at at, at three thirty your time, the, 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 your show is over with, and so that's six thirty Eastern time our time. So on the west it's three thirty, and the east it's six thirty. But you have uh, been yeah. done with your show for three or four hours. Yeah, I'm on three to five on the legend, though, right? On right. Three to five. Yeah. Right. Eastern. Eastern. Yeah. Too many yeah, time zones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you'll turn it yeah, on. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean because my show then, yeah, my show is turning around on the legend. Oh, we're wasting a bit of time here. I'm very sorry. But That's my okay. show is turning around on the legend and it's noon for me out here. Yeah, it's noon right. for you out here with my show. Yeah, there you go. So an hour and a half later. Okay, I got you. So yeah, if you want to hear some radio interviews and you're going to hear how FM radio was created and so we've got a lot of good stuff oh, tomorrow night. So Oh my gosh, I don't want to I don't want to miss that. No. No. No, I'll, I'll be around. So I just call that same number but there's no code or anything or quick, uh, Just right call way. the number just like you did today. Just like you okay. did did today. Yeah, got, the yeah, same got, code got you used enough. to get into the coffee club is the same code you're going to use for tomorrow as well. That was it. That was my question. Thanks very much. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, just, for sure. Your, if you're using your iPhone, you can just go into your history and and hit click on that number. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, no. No, I've got that. That would be a very high priority. I would love shows like that. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm obviously radio in the old days. I, it, it was interrupted by four years in the army, but then I eventually got back in the business. And uh, you know, in little, in little small, you know, local here and local there and all that. But yeah, but you're talking about CKLW and, and even CHUM and you know WXYZ, WKNR, WJR. You know, the great voice of the Great Lakes. <laughs> years ago, you know, JP McCarthy. Uh, we know, we know JP McCarthy. We know. Yep. Yeah, boy, he had. I wasn't in town at the time, but what a funeral there was! Oh man, tons and tons of people. What was it? A rare blood disease or something that finally got him. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's pretty good. You know that the markets and stuff. I, I, I'll be on board. That's for sure. You said All you right. were. You had worked in uh, in the newsrooms. Yes. I don't know if you remember a guy that I used to work with, um, Grant Hudson, for, from CKLW. I know the name from what? Yeah, CK, I know the name from listening to this. I didn't work at CKLW, but I know the name from listening to CKLW. Yeah. Yeah. But that'll be all from Austin Grant. 
<laughs> he, he was on around noon or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, old TKLW came in there and wiped out Keener, but Keener had a pretty good year, five or so years. Uh, Lee Allen at night at WXYZ, my God, is he good. I got his, boy, his audio book is great. Oh, my gosh, is it good. It's a box of CDs. Oh, Lee Allen, very, very good. You know, he, he reads it. It's outstanding. I'm, I, I know you would enjoy it. I wish I could somehow somehow figure out a way to, you know, play a little bit of it, you know, on the show from time to time. I used to have his email. As a matter of fact, I still do, but check and get permission. But, but the, no, that, you guys would really love to hear that. I, I, I wish I'm trying to think somehow make it available. Well, we could work on that somehow. That's right. Yeah. Give you the name of it and so forth. You can order it yourself. Mm. It, 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 it's really good. The history of his radio and coming through, you know, coming into WXYZ. He's still around. Bob Green's still around. You probably know that. He uh, has a production company, if I, I believe. It's still, and it's still running. He lives in Florida, I believe, right now. Oh, I see. Yeah, I know it was Houston. He went to Houston. Oh, Houston. I'm not that. sure exactly. And uh, there's another guy named Jim Hampton who does a lot of uh, YouTube videos about Detroit radio. He's also around as well. So, Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I don't know if I've ever met him because those are it's long, long ago. But yeah, I certainly remember that. And uh, let's see who else is doing something like that. Uh, Scott Westerman, that is name. He's the one that he keeps the Keener website alive and all of that. Yeah, I know who he is. Get a lot I of yeah, if you if you go to Keener thirteen dot com, I think you'll find a lot of audio stuff in there. I think uh, as far as air checks. Um, I don't have any air checks myself, <laughs> so I can't prove I was there. But anyway, <laughs> uh, just, uh, yeah, I don't know how I ended up in these rooms, but I just—that's how I got in in the door. But I wasn't really a, a newsman. I mean, not as such. I don't feel like I'm not serious <laughs> about some things, but. Uh, but so so now this is like kind of like a Walter Mitty thing, you know. Man, I get to be a DJ. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, right. I get to be a DJ finally, by gosh. And I got you know maybe you know five or ten listeners of MTBVI and maybe ten or fifteen or even more in Legends, and that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Well, it's what it is, and uh, you know, we all do what we can. And make yep. it the best we can. I think, like right now, we have over fifty people listening. Really? Just and that doesn't count the podcast. The hundreds of people listen all over the country. So, wow. So, boy, that's good. You are you are being yeah, heard. Yeah. I was listening yesterday. I don't know. I think if it was you, Bill, I'm not sure. I was doing some chores around the house. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, laid back and just, you know. Yeah, that's the way I'm doing, it is. I'm doing something a little different, I guess, but I just like to hear the laid back conversation. Yeah, we to get too worked up about it, and it works. And, you know, we've all lived life, and... Radio is fun. We love doing this. But we realize it's not our whole life. 
but we enjoy yeah. doing it. And that's what okay. makes it fun. But we're going to have yeah, to sure. go here in a second because we've got to get in Chris's recipe because we have a lot of people across the country who want to hear her recipe. And then we got to sign off and let Tim come on. Yeah. Well, you know, i got to make a quick run to Costco, so I'm going to miss about a half hour or an hour. But I, mean, I, I use the uh, Echo and I, around the house. I really like that. Well, and, uh, very so good. I'll, I'll be checking We'll be emailing. It's good to be. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, folks. All right. Thank you, George. Thank, Thank you. you, Jude. Yeah. We've got some hands raised, but maybe we should do Chris's recipe first. Let's do the recipe, and I didn't mean to cut him off at all. I just knew that we had to get the recipe in. Chris, are you ready with the recipe? I we're, am. I was we're hungry, Chris. We're hungry. Alt-tabbing back to it. This is probably the last... Well, it's, this isn't really an appetizer, but I did think of it kind of as a Super Bowl recipe because they're called Paul Bunyan Cookies. And so, you know, they're big. One and a fourth cups of all-purpose flour, one teaspoon ground cinnamon, three quarters teaspoon baking soda, one half teaspoon baking powder, one half teaspoon ground ginger, one half teaspoon salt, one half cup of vegetable shortening, one half cup of white sugar, one half cup of molasses, two large eggs slightly beaten, one 12 ounce bag of semi-sweet chocolate morsels, that's about two cups, one and a half cups of old-fashioned rolled oats, one cup raisins, and one cup of chopped walnuts. Heat oven to 350 and line a cookie sheet with parchment paper, or probably you're going to need at least two cookie sheets. Sift flour, baking soda, and baking powder, cinnamon, and salt into a medium bowl. In a large bowl, cream your shortening and your eggs, um, I mean shortening and sugar, until light and fluffy. Then you're going to add your eggs and add your molasses. And then you're going to gradually start adding in your flour till that's mixed up. It's going to be kind of thick. Then you're going to take a wooden spoon or whatever and mix in your raisins and nuts and oats and all the rest of the stuff you haven't put in. And it's going to be really stiff. Then you're going to take a 2-inch ice cream scoop to make your cookies. And be sure and put them about 3 inches apart because they are going to grow. They are huge. And this recipe makes about 18, I mean, yeah, about 18 cookies. They're going to bake as I said, at 3.50, um, I'm not seeing the time here. Um, hang on. About 15 to 18 minutes till firm. Chris, that sounds great. And, you know, Super Bowl, you just can grab one and nibble on it for a while. Wow, these games have been so good, you'll eat it right down. 
Uh, or you could put M&Ms in it. You could do all kinds of things. Because you, you would probably kill me if I came to your house because what I like to do is play around with the stove so they get burned on the edges and stuff, and I don't think you'd like that too much. No. No. I don't no, let's, let's don't get any. How about don't Aunt Susan? burn stuff, Jeff. Right. <laughs> I Good hear you, Dave. How about, how about answering a few calls there, Jeff? All right. Gary, you've been waiting long enough. Now you can lower your, you can, we'll let you lower your hands here. Go ahead, Gary. Unmute yourself. Okay, yeah. Just a quick thing to Pierre. I remember reading something about that problem where people had to go in and turn hands-free off and then go turn that off and turn it back on. But I can't remember what I read. But it was something <clears throat> to that effect about that issue. If I were buying another Echo device, I'll be... Finding it out, but according to what Jeff was saying, hopefully that's been fixed. Well, at least I on my so. phone it was. Yeah, I'll, I'm looking mine. See. Well, I just checked mine and it's still there. But there was something about turning off hand free and then going back in there and doing it and then turning it back on. I don't know. It's been a few weeks since I've read about it, so I'm a little bit hazy about that. So. And, and maybe your phone hasn't gotten the app update yet, Pierre, but that's that's only I can tell you. Or your iPod Touch hasn't. Thanks, Gary. Well, the sure. thing is, they've added so many accessibility settings that certain things, settings break other features. And it's like you almost now really have to be an expert in accessibility there, be willing to experiment, because there's settings that break other things. Well, of course, and this was caused by a screen overlay, Mike, and that was the real problem initially, so that was the issue for Well, and they have a tendency to move things so they're not in the same place in the settings where you used to be able to find them either. This is also true. Yeah, it's like now if you're not careful, you can assign two functions to, to one gesture and, you know, then you try to turn on... On enough voiceover, and it won't work anymore. There's just all kinds of crazy things you just got to watch out for now. We have, all right, we have one more hand quickly. Bill, if you want to unmute yourself and make it quick today, Bill. Yeah, real quick. Uh, <laughs> I raised my hand back on uh, George <laughs> Mason. Sorry. When George Mason was on there, and uh, he's got a great show. I don't know if he's still listening or not, but he enjoy his show. And also, the guy he reads from, I remember hearing him on the radio way back and I know, it was a long time ago and then he also mentioned, you guys mentioned Dick Summer, well, I, I was a good friend of Dick Summer back when he worked at WIBC back in the late 50s when he used to broadcast the top of Merrill's Heidecker at night so I mean it was it was in it because I caught that guy by accident on uh, the legend, I heard, him, I heard him when he was on MCBBI a couple of times and then I'd, I'd forget about it and then I seen I was on Legend so I, I've caught him every week on Legend I'll have to catch him again tomorrow because I enjoy his show his show and well all the shows are good but uh, I like the way he does the show the history and stuff and then also the other show I really like does history and that is uh, Little Immigrant and it, it you know she does a lot of um, interesting history and music and stuff like that. 
that's what I like too. I like the other shows. I mean, all their shows, Kim's show and Bill, your show's good, and everybody's show's good. But I just like them. They do they do kind of the history of the of the music. Do a right, good job. It's cold. It's, it's cold here today. I'm down, I'm up to five degrees. So. Oh my. <laughs> okay. I'm and, on. Yeah, yeah. But the thing of it is, they predict by next Thursday we we may be in the mid fifties. And I think it's 75 here. Okay, all right. I think. I don't, don't know. Right. Let you guys go. All right, Bill, you take care. Right. So it'll take, uh, maybe it will be later this afternoon when this is all posted because I have to go to a meeting and take Jenny then to the hearing doctor so it'll be a little bit later today but it's all recorded and it'll be ready to go so that's what's going on here anybody else got anything before we wrap it up and turn it over to Radio Tim I think Pierre has his hand he did Okay. are you still there Pierre uh, yeah, uh, y'all mentioned uh, a, a uh, lineup list. How do I get on that? You uh, just go to Legend Oldies and there's a schedule. I line up. Chris say something about a lineup list. We, that we run the lineup every Monday on Mix It Up Monday, but if you, if you want to get on the email list, that's... Right, but if you want to just... Uh, listen to their show they've got it and or if you want to read it on the website just click on the schedule if you if if you've got that well if I want to get on the email list what do I do just hit a in there Mike in there a subscribe button there on the website I believe there is I have to add George's show to the schedule I did not know about him but uh, yep there's Subscribe to the email list. Yep. Okay. You can subscribe and uh, call me, and if you need help, I'll help you do it. And we can get you on there. We can get you on there, okay? You may never get off, but we'll get you on there. It's like the Hotel California. Right. You can check out, but you can never leave. It's a cat with more than nine lives, Pierre. (laughs) So, you may never get out. All right. Well, I guess it's time for me to hit a button over here. Wait a minute. And you guys all have a good day.